going on guys this is Gary Josh is away at football practice so I'm flying solo tonight today is Monday the 22nd of June game week 30 plus in FPL terms at least um, has just finished so first <clears throat> first match week first game week back and it was quite a doozy what a roller coaster it was hope everybody had a fantastic game week Hope you all saw some green arrows. Um, <clears throat> lots to discuss. So really what we're going to do is we're just going to jump straight into what's what. We won't go through all the Dream Team stuff and this and that. But let's talk because the timeline to get your team set for Game Week 31 plus is, what, say 18 hours or so from me recording this, a little less than that from me recording this. Um, episode. So uh, let's talk about who we have on our watch list, who we think might be good for <clears throat> for you if you're on wildcard or you're looking to make one or two transfers, um, and maybe even who to stay away from, and then also whom to captain. <clears throat> so let's just, let's get into it, all right? Um Let's go sort of position by position. Let's talk about goalkeepers. So a lot of us had Henderson, or still have Henderson. <clears throat> he is unable to uh, to face his parent club in Manchester United. So he is uh, a no-go for anybody in game week 31+. plus. I think a lot of us, too, probably own Pope. We do. Um, we have him between the sticks right now, but after... That dismantling by Man City that just happened, and yes, it's Manchester City, we know, but um, the Burnley defense looked helpless, and that scares me a little bit, and Pope has been a really great asset up until this point. I suppose we'll give him another week. I don't want to burn four points uh, on making a goalkeeper transfer just for the sake of doing it, but does scare me a little bit. <clears throat> so for those of you that are looking for a goalkeeper, I think Schmeichel is um, is extremely appealing. Uh, they're at home, Lester, at home to Brighton. <clears throat> I think Loris may be a good option too, and I haven't normally said that, but I liked what I saw from the Spurs defense, and certainly we know uh, Mourinho is a little more defensive-minded, uh, among managers, so um, I was I was all right with how they played, especially against a, a really strong uh, Manchester United team. So I thought they looked okay. Speaking of Man U, uh, their defense against Spurs also looked very solid, despite conceding a goal. Uh, yeah, I thought Maguire looked really out of shape, quite honestly, and slow and sluggish. Uh, but he'll get his legs back, and so I think De Gea, despite some of uh, his foibles back there uh, may be an okay option. Uh, Dubrovka for Newcastle, their, their defense looked very solid um, over the weekend, and they're playing an awesome Villa team that just can't seem to find the back of the net very well at all. <clears throat> so uh, I would put my money on Dubrovka, or at least someone from that Newcastle defense. Next up, I like the looks of Rui Patricio in goal. Bournemouth <clears throat> at Crystal Palace the other day. 
looked helpless as well. Um, just couldn't get anything going in that attack. And possibly Josh King being injured certainly doesn't help matters. Of course, there's uh, we've got Allison in goal. Expensive. Uh, we'll talk more about the Liverpool defense in a second. And that's really, I think, about as far as I would go uh, goalkeeper-wise. Defenders, lots of great options, right? You've got um, a new guy in Justin from Leicester City who looked really sharp in his second-ever uh, Premier League appearance. I thought he looked good. Of course, Ben Chilwell did too. Uh, Soyuncu and Evans did well. So really anybody in that back four for Leicester City, I think, looked pretty solid. I think Aurier, maybe not the greatest defender in the world, but certainly uh, likes to get forward and showed that, had an assist um, against, uh, or was it a goal? I can't remember. Either way, had an attacking return. Sorry, I don't have all my stuff in front of me. Hard to remember all this sometimes. But um, anyway, got up, created chances, got those crosses in, uh, made those overlapping runs into the box, and I liked what I saw from him. Uh, Manchester United... Um, like I said, didn't love the way Kane played and really didn't love the way Juan Bissaka played either. But um, I would be torn between either two of them and you could justify getting either one of them. I think um, I think Maguire's more likely to get the bonus points, so I guess I would side with him a little bit more, but I think either one of them is a decent choice. Uh, Fernandez or Lascelles um, from Newcastle. Could be um, good options. Talked about how well they played the other day. And uh, they are good for some clean sheet points as well as some attacking returns. So <clears throat> definitely uh, interested in those guys. Really any of the starting Wolves defenders, depending on your uh, budget availability, take your pick. Sice, Bowley, um, of course, Doherty. You name it, I think any of them are viable options. Again, just depends on how much money you have. Um, somebody asked me today, they had the funds, who would I choose between Alexander-Arnold and Robertson? It's got to be Alexander-Arnold, right? I mean, he just creates so many more chances. I mean, he's a defender, and he's, you know, um, De Bruyne is blowing everybody away uh, in the race for most assists, of course. But, uh, but right at, or not right after that, but next level down... Um, you've got a defender in there in Alexander-Arnold who really plays more of a, a very wide midfielder. Um, he would be my choice there. But Van Dyke tends to be involved a lot. He gets a lot of touches, a lot of clearances, blocks, interceptions, all things that sort of add up that BPS for more potential bonus points. So definitely like him. Uh, and we'll stop it there for defenders. Midfielders. Um, all right, let's go through uh, through the list of fixtures this weekend. Um, really impressed by James Madison uh, in this first game back uh, of the restart. I thought he looked sharp. Had it not been for a couple of amazing saves uh, by Foster, I, he could have easily have had two goals, and they were lovely shots. Even better, slightly even better saves by Foster. Otherwise, uh, those were certain goals. So I do like him there. Of course, Barnes, a little bit cheaper, um, always a good option, too. If you're getting a Spurs midfielder, it's got to be Son. I like him over Kane. Yes, Kane has 
uh, penalty kick duty. But if it, if the rest of the season mirrors anything like it did um, this season, then really it's Sun that sort of claims the middle <clears throat> of uh, his the box that he's attacking in, and Kane tends to drop a little bit lower and sometimes maybe even a little bit wider. So um, and of course you get one more point per goal from a midfielder. So uh, my money's on Sun over Kane if I had to choose between the two. Um, but I certainly like Sun regardless. Deli Alley, uh, you know, they're at home to West Ham. Of course, home field advantage doesn't really mean as much as it did because there's no, no supporters, no crowd to get people fired up or get the home team fired up. <clears throat> but uh, Deli Alley is there. Um, I think Mora, Mora's now healthy. I think he could potentially be an option. Of course, Bergwijn, too, looked really, really good. Uh, Bergwin did uh, playing this weekend, so he actually had the goal. It was a rocket of a goal, assisted by Ori. There we go. Now I remember. All right, next up, take your pick in the Manchester United midfield. Could be a little bit of a budget thing because they vary a little bit, starting with uh, Martial, I think, at $8 million. Uh, Pogba next up at 8.3, and then Bruno at 8.6, I believe. Between the three of them, I would go Bruno if budget's not an issue. He is just so involved in anything. I mean, he was in mid-season form after, you know, a hundred day or so layoff. And he is just, the things that he can do with that ball at his feet is rarely ever seen. He is an absolute joy to watch. That said, really impressed by Pogba's return. Didn't know what to expect. Thought he looked good, and certainly he and Bruno there together are going to be great. And Martial, of course, can be the recipient <clears throat> of uh, those deliveries from either of those two, or maybe even assisting uh, <clears throat> one of them, too. Uh, <clears throat> only worry I have is that uh, with Igalo and Greenwood there, maybe Martial sees a little bit less playing time. <clears throat> so, um, you know, just little bit of a concern there, but until I see it, uh, you know, even if it is 70, 75 minutes, um, with, with that midfield giving service to Martial, I feel pretty good about it. Who else? Um, let's see. Was very impressed by Miguel Almiron the other day, but would not recommend him for um, your FPL team. Triore. My goodness. That man came onto the field with, what, like 26 minutes left or so, 25 minutes, somewhere around there, and just absolutely took over the game. Had an assist, created everything around the second goal for Wolves, actually assisted the assister all on him. He can go at defenders, and defenders can't do anything about it. That is a freight train coming at you with fantastic ball control as well. He is an absolute danger, and if I had a spot for him in my midfield, I certainly would. And if Martial doesn't pan out for the reasons I explained a minute ago, <clears throat> then Triore is the replacement coming in. Um, we know about the two Liverpool guys. It looks like Salah should be healthy. Uh, he's had some more training under his belt, according to the reports that I've seen. And no reason to think uh, that he will not um, start and or at least play a lot um, this weekend. And of course, Liverpool have 
now uh, all of the the opportunities to win the league are on their shoulders. Man City and no one else can do anything about it. So at home to Palace, uh, I expect um, some goals, some fireworks to come from that game, especially after uh, <clears throat> a frustrating game against Everton. Really somewhat of a boring game too, quite honestly. Um, speaking of Everton, Richarlison I thought looked really, really good. Probably should have had a goal or two against Liverpool over the weekend. So um, if you're looking for someone, especially they are um, playing Norwich this weekend, and Norwich not so great defensively either, I think Richarlison could be a really great pickup. Saar, I thought, looked great against Leicester City. Watford are uh, away at Burnley, and we just saw what Burnley looked like. You know, it's going to go one of two ways for them. Either they're going to respond, Burnley will, defensively, and just, you know, try to really uh, sure things up in the back, or um, they will just crumble and will have no confidence, and someone like Sar can just go at them and uh, make a bad thing even worse for them. Chelsea Man City, I thought Pulisic. Of course, he came on, scored almost immediately. He's looked good. Um, because he didn't play a lot over the weekend, I do expect that he will start this weekend. Of course, it's a somewhat difficult game. It's against Manchester City. Um, also from uh, Chelsea, I do like Mason Mount. And then Man City, of course, Kevin De Bruyne. Mares was on fire this weekend. Um, Sterling did not play at all in um, tonight's match, in the second match of this double game week. I would imagine he will start, and it looks like he's got some confidence back, and he's having fun playing again. And of course, now he's got a cause, um, a great cause, uh, sort of on his shoulders that he's also out there um, talking about and representing. So <clears throat> I think things like that give athletes a little more sense of purpose, and I expect Sterling um, to uh, come up big against Chelsea. Foden got his first start, had two goals, had some assists this weekend. The kid's on fire. I don't know if he'll start uh, against Chelsea, but certainly someone to keep an eye on. And then that's going to do it midfielder-wise. For forwards, Jamie Vardy. Maybe should have had a goal or two over the weekend. He didn't, I, but I think uh, that's just a matter of time. He's in our squad. Harry Kane mentioned him a little bit earlier. He looked very slow, sluggish, and out of shape to me. I don't know yet that I would have him in my team. That is a lot of money to spend. Now, he may come up huge this weekend, and if he does, then... Um, you know, all the better. He He's great when he's on. So if he's on, look out. Uh, Manchester United, of course. Rashford, I would imagine, uh, will start. And against Sheffield United, who doesn't have Henderson, as I mentioned. Um, O'Connell's injured. Egan, of course, had the red card. I'm glad he was in my team this weekend. Killed me. Actually, it was that that kept me from getting 100 points this weekend or kept us from getting 100 points. Um, but I expect the Manchester United attack to just go crazy against Sheffield United. 
Um, let's see, who else? Dominic Calvert-Lewin, I think, <clears throat> is a great option. Again, uh, Everton are at Norwich. Wolves, take your pick between Yota and, and Jimenez. Jimenez with the goal this weekend, but he and Yota linked up really, really nicely. <clears throat> Maybe uh, the goal goes the other way and goes to Yota over the weekend, so either one, depending on your budget, um, is a good choice. Again, Wolves are at home to Bournemouth, so we'd expect some goals scored by Wolves in in that one. Um, Chelsea, I would stay away from their forwards right now as far as I could. Don't know between Giroud and Abraham what's going on. Um, sort of breaking news. Uh, you might have seen it that Aguero injured himself uh, in tonight's match against Burnley. It looks to be his knee. And initial uh, comments coming from Pep is that they, of course, need to wait and see after they get a scan done, but it looks like it could be a season-ender for Aguero, and we hate to see that. I, as you may know, am a massive fan of Sergio Aguero. I think he is all-class and uh, just gets the job done. Uh, not super flashy, but, man, that guy is a legend in my mind. So I hope he's going to be okay, but if he is not, Gabriel Jesus <clears throat> becomes, even though he didn't have a fantastic weekend, becomes a very legitimate choice there. All right, guys, let's talk about captain options. And I think there's a lot of them this weekend. Of course, Salah and Mane, no doubt about that. Jamie Vardy, um, Sun or Kane, depending on which one you like best or which one you own. Uh, again, take your pick from Manchester United. Rashford, I think Pogba's a decent option. Um, let's see. Um, Martial and Bruno. And um, Bruno is definitely <clears throat> on our mind, without a doubt. Calvert-Lewin or Richarlison, good options. Jimenez or Yota, and maybe Triore as a differential option. Remember, I do think that he will get the start. I could maybe even possibly see, uh, especially with the way Bournemouth looked, I could see Jimenez maybe not even starting uh, in this next game. And that, of course... Scares me a little bit. Um, who else? And I think that's probably where I go. I don't <clears throat> necessarily think... I think Chelsea will really try to bring it uh, to Man City. I don't expect that to be a high-scoring game, so I'm not quite sure that uh, De Bruyne <clears throat> will be captain material this weekend. But that's going to do it, guys. We've posted some differentials on the Let's Talk Soccer Instagram page, um, go check it out. And also go to our Instagram page and click the link in our bio. <clears throat> As a follower, listener, friend of Let's Talk Soccer, you can get access to uh, seven days free, seven day free trial, <clears throat> and then I think it's 30 or 40% off. Uh, the monthly or annual price for Fantasy Football Hub. And if you don't know what Fantasy Football Hub is, it's massive. It's super popular. Lots of followers on social media, especially on Twitter. <clears throat> a lot of experts. Um, it is a hub. So <clears throat> lots of great advice um, and insights from uh, you know guys that are in the top 10,000, top 1,000, top 5,000. So very legitimate FPL managers with a lot of seasons under their belts. There's access to player comparison tools if you're debating <clears throat> between players to, to put in your next your next game week's team. Uh, there's 
all kinds of Opta data, and if you're like me, you could look at that stuff all day long, and we've posted quite a bit of material, but <clears throat> check it out. <clears throat> you get the seven-day free trial. It'll help you plan, even if you can't get it uh, and, and get it done before game week 31 plus. There are still seven more game weeks after that, um, so definitely worth the while. You've got seven free days to use it. Really nothing to lose, guys, and um, we wouldn't talk about it if we didn't believe it, and we are massive users of it ourselves, so can definitely um, can definitely endorse it. So, guys, wish you nothing but green arrows going into game week 31+. plus. It's a tight one. Be aware of the Tuesday deadline. So uh, that's going to do it for now. On behalf of Josh, this is Gary saying peace and goodbye.